It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Serving Johnson County, Texas, Joko Community Radio. Hello, welcome to Big Tips Reality. I am here to talk to you about the obstacles that we are facing today as agents and as realtors or, and if you're going to correct me, realtor, I apologize if you prefer realtor. <laughs> I personally prefer realtor. I mean, it's just, it just flows better. It sounds better, but that's my opinion on the matter. So anyway, so we are going to be covering obstacles. We are all facing these obstacles right now when it comes to the fluctuation and the difference in the market right now, right? So, and I am doing this from home. So hi guys, I'm still laid up with the boot, by the way, if you didn't know. <laughs> I may have fractured my foot and, or foot and leg, actually three places. So yeah, anyway, let's get to it. All right. So what I have found out, I did some research in NAR, um, which if you don't know what that is, it's National Association of Realtors did a study on the lack of affordable housing and that being the biggest obstacle that we are facing right now as buyers and as agents. So here we go. Let's kind of break it down a little bit. Um, there, So the record high home prices and record low inventory have made the home buying process exceedingly difficult. And that's said by Dr. Jessica Louts. I think I'm saying her name wrong. All right, 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 right. Uh, that's the National Association Realtor Vice President of Demographics and Behavioral Insights. So, I mean, if they're recognizing this, then, then you know, it's, it's not just you thinking, oh my gosh, what am I doing? What's going on? And is it something I'm doing wrong as an agent? No, it's not. Um, really, it is the situation we're facing right now with the prices being so high and such a low inventory. So agents, you know what that means? That means we need to get out there and find some more houses to sell. Get out there. All right. Um, and I'm going to have some insight for agents too a little bit after this. I just want to kind of cover what we've what they've discovered in this study. All right, so also our new study shows that while the inventory crisis is affecting potential buyers of every race, 
Nearly all home buyers agree that home ownership is still an important part of the American dream. So we still have lots of buyers out there that are ready to buy, but we also have a lack of inventory. So we need to make sure that we're going out there and we're finding buyers because I mean, sellers, because right now, sellers, this is the ideal spot for you to be in, right? If you have been thinking about upgrading or, you know, getting a bigger home or maybe downsizing, downsizing a little bit, this right now is the time to do that. So let's read a little bit more into what they also found out. Um, the findings show that the second ranking obstacle faced among potential Hispanic buyers was difficulty saving for a down payment. Okay, so again, because of the high market, right now the down payments, of course, are having to be a little bit more so that they can have the monthly that they're looking for and also the house that fits their needs and is going to be able to accommodate what they're looking for. So we have to remember this. Buyers, this is a, this is a big purchase. So of course you wanna buy and get what you want. So right now, if you knowing what the market is and you're wanting to buy right now is the ideal time to start setting back as much as as you possibly can. Now, this has also been in this study. This has also been a, a hardship in all races as well. And I say races because they did kind of do it, breaking it down that way. And I don't really want to go too much into that. However, I really do want to address the. The fact that you know groceries have gone up, gases has gas to put in your vehicle, and all the driving that we do has gone up, right? So these are some huge obstacles that are really taking place right now, and we really need to figure out how we can accommodate and make this work for everybody. So definitely, definitely, I would highly suggest putting some of that aside. Sorry, I was getting a little parched. <laughs> I haven't even been talking that much yet. Oh my goodness! All right, so. In the current hot market, people who have traditionally enjoyed home ownership can capitalize on those gains to realize new opportunities. Meanwhile, the market becomes increasingly unaffordable and the obstacles greater for those trying to enter that market. And that was said by Brian Green, the National Association Realtors Vice President of Policy Advocacy. So the National uh, um the National Association Realtor advocates not only for existing homeowners, but also for those aspiring homeowners whose entrance into the market is necessary for the economy to thrive. Okay, so all of this has been determined right now. They've all come to an agreement. that This is what's happening. This is what we've got going on. Right. So approximately three quarters of potential home buyers are currently planning to save for down payment which most noted will take between six months and three years. Wow. That's a long time, three years. So my suggestion too would be if you have a lot of, um, let's say, the, you know, those, uh, if you have like a lot of like accounts where there's reoccurring payments, maybe downsize on some of that, right? Like I know a lot of us like to stream so instead of having all of this dreaming, which I know that can be difficult too, because you really like this show that's on Paramount, right? And then you really like this other show that's on Netflix only. So, oh, 
But again, we might have to have a little bit of sacrifice and we might need to take some of those expenses that we're spending more on and start spending a little bit less or start taking away from that in order to decrease that time frame that you're needing for your down payment. Now, that's my opinion. Um, you can take it or leave it. But that's where I, I feel that a lot of us, we do have a lot of these subscriptions. That was the word I was looking for earlier. It's, it's there, guys. I got it. Um, so we're really, we have a lot of subscriptions right now that have a reoccurring payment. And if we could find out what reoccurring payments and all of the ones that we have, which your bank can help you with that and start downsizing, start taking some of those out that aren't needed or that you're really not using maybe a whole lot of after all. Maybe you did get Paramount for that one program or one show, but you primarily watch a lot of Prime or you primarily watch a lot more of Netflix. So there's a way to kind of help you in that situation um, as well, because I do understand there the expenses have gone up significantly, it seems. So this might be a way that can benefit you as a potential buyer. Okay. Um, among buyers who were successfully or successful in attaining home ownership, the new report found Asians respondents 51% were more likely than white 32% and Hispanic 35% um, or African American 33% respondents to say a lack of affordable homes was an obstacle in their home purchase. The second biggest obstacle white and Asian buyers faced was competing with multiple offers. While, uh, okay, so, and then the neighboring, neighboring in which buyers were comfortable, that was an issue as well, okay? So let's talk about, I'm going to kind of change it up a little bit, but I just wanted to, you know, open that up for us to understand the obstacle and what the National Association of Realtors has uh, discovered in the study, okay, that we're facing right now in 2022. All right, now what I want to talk about is agents. All right, so I do see a shift as well in real estate in the agent um, industry and what's going on. Because let's think about it. The obstacles right now that we're facing, ladies and gentlemen, um, as being an agent is we're working 10 times harder for certain clients but yet that makes it to where sometimes we are forgetful on other clients, um, even having a CRM or anything like that. We're a little overwhelmed, right? Because now we're trying so hard to accommodate, uh, to accommodate for these buyers in working that much harder and finding them something and taking them to these multiple different homes and putting multiple offers in. And it's, it's sometimes discouraging for the buyers as well as the agent. So, this right here that I've uh, done some that I've found um, that was also, um, you know, just basically what is going on um, in the real estate industry with agents and why do people like what do people have against us right now? OK, what are we facing with the with those with the consumers that have issues against us? OK, so. As an agent, you may have encountered people who don't have a positive view of your profession. This is a big, huge thing, right? We do have those that are like, oh, I don't want to deal with realtors. I don't want to have anything to do with realtors. Ugh, that's what they're thinking. So we need to shift that, right? Let's, let's shift that. 
I know we've got a lot of new agents that have been coming in. They come in all the time. So if you're a new agent, this is essential for you to listen to right now because this is a true thing and you're going to experience this if you haven't already. All right. So unfortunately, such attitudes are prevalent. Okay. As of the last Gallup poll, only 25% of people have a high or very high opinion of real estate agents far lower than the percentage of people who trust funeral directors. Ugh. Okay, so, and also a high opinion of lawyers. So ladies and gentlemen, we got to fix this. So what's the problem? Let's break it down. What are some of the things that are occurring right now that's causing this? All right. So first of all, historical historically, you know, high home prices and rising mortgage rates can, in, can engender... Uh, the consumer's frustration about real estate agents in general as well, right? Of course, that's huge, right? Historical situations that have happened have caused this and has has caused this shift. But also, I feel in 2021 and 2022, first of all, 2021, we were so busy. It was hard to keep up with all of our clients and to keep them all happy, right? And then in 2022, now it's gotten to this point where, where are all the listings at? <laughs> where and the prices are so high. People are like, I don't want to pay that for this property. Look at all of the work that needs to be done, right? These are some of the questions and things that are coming up with our buyers and happening with our buyers. And our sellers are like, well, I'll, there will be somebody that will pay for this or that will pay this amount for this house. So there's a lot of that going on too, right? All right. So let's break it down. All right. First of all, being unresponsive. Now I can tell you agents and I... I'm not pointing a finger at anyone, but you know who you are. So, you know, if this is, is you, this is one of the biggest frustrations that even other agents have when we can't get a hold of you on time. So let's think of it this way. And I know you have as an agent probably already experienced this too, but you're also causing part of the problem because you're not answering your phone or you're not responding to a text message on time to accommodate everybody that might want to put an offer on that property. Okay. So let's think about it this way. If you want the opportunity for one of your buyers, make sure that you're giving opportunities for the buyers that are coming in for the listings that you currently have. Okay. That's huge, right? We all need to be supporting each other as agents 100% right now. We need to be looking out for one another. We need to be responding to the agents as soon as possible because these issues come up, right? Where now an offer's come in, it's a cash offer, and now the other buyers that were still wanting to put an offer and they don't have a chance. So it's been a struggle, but we can get through this. We we can get through this. We just got to stay, stay responsive. Communication is huge when it comes to your buyers, your sellers, as well as... If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The other agents. So just make sure that you're taking the time to, and I know your phone gets blown up. Trust me. I know. I know. Me being laid up right now, 
actually has been the best thing that's ever happened to me because I've actually been able to slow down a little bit and it feels nice. <laughs> but that's why I'm here and that's why I'm able to communicate with you guys and just kind of give you guys some insight and some tips today on how we can change and shift this. Okay. Um, all right, let's see. So the first behavior that causes consumers to dislike or trust a real estate agent is being unresponsive. Boom. Mic drop. Now that is also a good way of upsetting another agent. <laughs> so just make sure we're all keeping the peace, right? Let's keep the peace because this is hard. This is us overworking ourselves. And sometimes, let me tell you this too, make sure you're utilizing your mornings as your time. That is going to be the best time for you to spend your time for you and get ready for your day. So make sure that you are taking time to, to breathe, to work out, get some of that stress, that anxiety, all of that, get all of that out. Because I think it's, I know it's going to be the third one. I think the third one I think is what I'm talking about right now. But basically, if you are not taking care of you, you are not going to be your best self with others. Okay. So make sure you are 100% taking out that morning time for just you for a little bit, do whatever it is that you need to do to get your peace of mind, to be understanding and to be in a good place when you start communicating with your buyers, sellers, as well as other agents. Trust me, it's so helpful. Okay. Now the second one is technologically incompetence. This one is also huge for a lot of you new agents right now. This is huge for you. Make sure you know how to use all of the platforms that are provided for you as a realtor. Okay. Or as an agent, make sure that you are understanding how to utilize it. You are using it to its best ability because if you are not, it, your clients can see this and it reflects very poorly on you. Okay. Even older agents, there's a lot of new technology out right now, social media, um, a lot of the newer things that we have that have been given to us platforms wise that we're able to utilize to help our clients that much more. Okay. So that's huge too. So make sure you understand how to use the technology, make sure it's working correctly and make sure you're getting all of your documents and everything that needs signatures out on time. Okay. Now I can tell you right now, I know 100% after this happened the last two weeks, I have not been that great at it. I have been also on pain medication. So I'm going to use that as an excuse. However, I, I'm getting myself back on track now. So again, that's why I'm back on the station and I'm, I'm, I'm here talking to you guys. So fair or not, being technologically challenged is a quick way for real estate agents to lose the respect and confidence of consumers. That loses their confidence with you. We don't want that as realtors and agents, right? We want to build that um, build that confidence, build that trust with them. So again, this is one that we need to work on if you haven't already. All right. Uh, this goes with, uh, well, let me go with this. Hold on one second. Oh, I want to, I want to hit on this. Um, so having a smartphone in your pocket is a good start, but is only truly useful if you can use it to, to pro prospect, you know, if you can use it correctly and know how to use that smartphone and know how to use all of the different capabilities that it has. So also scheduling home tours, communicate with clients about your progress. 
and even collect digital signatures. Make sure again, I wanted to hit on that again, make sure you know how to do all of that and utilize all of those platforms correctly. All right, next thing up, lack of knowledge about the housing market. The housing market right now, if you're a new agent, make sure you understand exactly what is going on. If you have questions, go to an agent that is a senior agent that knows some things or also Again, we have a lot of platforms that are available to us to be able to utilize. And if you're not aware of those platforms, you are I feel free to, to to reach out to me, reach out to your broker. Also, there are a lot of title agency companies that give classes on these, on these on the social media. They give classes on the platforms that are on our Netris in order for us to use to be able to work and do our best. All right. Oh, thank you, Mark Dean. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, okay, so uh, let's get let's go a little bit deeper into that. Okay, if there's a sure way to give yourself and other agents a bad name, it's to to demonstrate a shallow understanding of the housing market. Boom. Okay, you do not want, and not only that, but don't tell them about something that you think you heard about the market, make sure you are very knowledgeable on the market. Read about it every day because it changes every day. The market changes every day. Please make sure that you are utilizing some of that morning time maybe. Once you're done with your breathing and maybe meditation, I like to meditate and do my breathing before I start my day. Because let me tell you, you can tell a difference if I don't. <laughs> Obviously I did today because you can tell. All right. But do something like if you go to the gym, work out after that, make sure you're getting home. And before you start talking to clients and everything, make sure you're looking at that market and reading about it, understanding it and knowing about it before you actually communicate that with clients. Huge. I'm telling you, that's huge. All right. So four, let's go to the fourth one. Neglecting to see clients and leads as individuals. Oh, everybody. This is huge. We understand that we're all we all have bad dates. Okay, we all have bad days. And guess what? Even if you're smiling, I mean, even the best poker player, sometimes you can even tell that they're having a bad day. So we need to make sure that we put our bad day aside when we're with our clients and understand that they're individuals too. So even say they're having a bad day and that's communicating to, to you. You're, that's reflecting to you that they're a bad day. So we need to take a step back and take a couple of breaths and say, okay. We need to be the ones that calm them down. We need to be the ones that are like, okay, I understand today may have been super frustrating, but guess what? Here I am to help you out. I'm here. Let's, let's, got, let's get through this together. We can absolutely get through this together, regardless of the outcome, and, and keep it calm. Keep it collective. Understand that they are individuals as well. Let's what they say about it. Being an expert about real estate broadly isn't enough to avoid alienating clients. Ugh, let me tell you, that's huge, right? Okay, you also must demonstrate an understanding of each individual lead or client's goals, aspirations, and expectations. Make sure you're really listening to them. Say you have had a bad day, okay? And all you can think about in your, in your mind is this bad day that you're having instead of actually sitting there listening to your client. Stop it. Another thing, oh, multitasking. Do not multitask when you are on the phone with your client. Let me tell you, you're not listening. You're getting only maybe a section 
of what they've just explained to you or said to you. Make sure you're writing down your conversation. Or even there's an app where you can record it and it notes it for you. And let me tell you, that's very important too for uh, legal pur purposes, okay? <laughs> Say that you are not um, maybe explaining something correctly and they want to use that to you in, in, in court. If you have everything written down that you spoke about and that you said to that client, because sometimes they may have heard you wrong too, okay? Let's think about it that way. But guess what? They didn't write it down, but you did. You wrote down what you said or you had it recorded. Therefore, now you can utilize that and it helps you and it's a benefit for you. And sometimes maybe you did say it wrong. Now you can like read it and take, you can read your notes previously and go back and be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I said that incorrectly. I apologize. Let me explain that the right way. Okay, there you go. Now it's all taken care of. So again, they are individuals. Make sure you're taking care of them. You're listening to them. You're writing down what they're saying so that you can do the best job for it. You can look up exactly what it is that they just told you that they wanted. Okay. And sometimes they have, might have a high expectations. That's okay. That's what our job is for. Our job is to send them what's out there in the market that is as close to what they're looking for as possible so that they can understand and then send them maybe something that they really, really want. And then they'll see, oh, that's a little too high for me. I can't afford that. So that's us being the professional, right? All right. So remember that while we sell and buy hundreds of homes over the course of, of your career, your clients will typically only go through a real estate transaction a few times. They're only going to go through it a few times. So when they're coming back to it, they may have done it like five years ago. They don't remember the buying experience. Make sure you're still treating them as if they're a new buyer. Because let me tell you, I have made this mistake. I'm going to tell on myself. I had a, a new buyer and, but they, I mean, sorry, I had a buyer that had bought before because I'd asked him, have you ever purchased a home before? Well, yes. Okay. So I went through it, but I failed to mention when we went to go put that offer in, I failed to mention in the beginning when speaking with this buyer, all of those initial costs that they have to have. Guess what? I lost that buyer. Why? Because I did not initially with even that I, I was I guess I was thinking oh this person's bought before they know these costs no they don't they bought five years ago they don't know what they have to have right now so we need to make sure that we are giving them all of those initial costs for instance the option money the earnest money we need to give them the, the amount that they're gonna have to pay an inspector even that they have to have a structural engineer what does that cost what does it cost to have the, the appraisal done? The buyer has to pay for that. So we need to make sure that we are giving them all those initial costs, regardless if they've bought two, three, five years ago, or if they're brand new buyers. Make sure that happens initially right off the bat, okay? Because that's huge. That is huge. That goes with it. They've only bought a few times. We're the professional they've hired us. Make sure you're telling them because you could lose a buyer. And you may not lose them all together. I didn't lose that buyer altogether. That buyer just had to get those costs and had to save up. Again, that goes back to what the obstacles are, right? Now that's an obstacle. They had all the money to buy the house, but they didn't have all the initial costs to get and put that offer in. 
you got to think about those things, right? As being the agent, we're the professional. All right, number five. Let's go down to number five. All right, so remember, uh, uh, oh, oh, failing to solicit and display testimonials and status on oh, from satisfied clients. Okay, I, I actually, I'm looking at the clock. We've got about 30 seconds. So we're gonna go to a quick break, but we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about what that means for failing to solicit and display testimonials from satisfied clients. All right, so come back, don't leave me, I'll be back. Jill, congratulations on your son getting into the college of his dreams and with a full scholarship too. Yes, we are so proud of him. You know, I have to be honest. I'm a bit worried about our daughter getting into college. It's so competitive out there and I feel overwhelmed with where to start. I completely understand. Listen, I felt the same way. And then I met Dr. Gina of Education Prep Centers. She put a plan in place that helped our son stand out in the admissions process and that gave us a peace of mind for how to create a financial roadmap for his future. Wow, that's great. Sounds like I need to give her a call. Yes, she definitely helped our son find the perfect college, meet all his deadlines, and helped us feel less anxious about the whole process. You need to reach out to her. Just check out educationprepcenters.com and set up a complimentary assessment with Dr. Gina. You'll be so glad you did. Education Prep Centers, college admissions made easy. Out of date carpet giving you the blues? Tired of your old dingy and broken tile? Let my friends at the floor store in Cleburne, Texas give your home the makeover it deserves. This is old Taco Joe coming to you for the floor store. Whether it's carpet, tile, wood flooring, or real wood laminate, the floor store can cover all of your flooring needs. Located at 405 West Henderson Street in Cleburne, Texas, owner Brent Harris can help. Shower tile, tub surrounds, even backsplashes. Give him a call today at 817-641-9444. The Floor Store, they got you covered. When you're hungry for tender brisket or some delicious homemade cobbler, then look no further than Leach Brothers Barbecue, located at 1106 East Henderson, Cleburne, Texas. Leach Brothers has been family-owned and operated since 1950. Take it from me, Taco Joe Orwinski. Todd and his family have been filling my belly breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a long time. Heck, I even have my own booth. Open Monday through Saturday, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Come see them for dine-in, carry-out, and all your catering needs. Serving Johnson County, Texas, Joko Community Radio. All right, we are back. Uh, Joe Cook Community Radio is proud to be the voice of Johnson County, Texas, and is live 365 on the TuneIn Radio Network. To listen or watch, simply go to TuneInJoco.com to choose where and how. The Joko Community Radio app is now available for free on Android and Apple devices. Simply search your store. Check out your lineup, our, well, our lineup, and more on JokoCommunityRadio.com. This episode and more are brought to you by Patriot Claims, making your insurance work for you. Reach out to your Texas sales rep, Nona Reed, at 
four, five. I almost didn't get that last one in. All right. Hello. We are back. All right. So now we're going to uncover the next step that we had, right? Uh, which I lost it somehow. Am I where to go? All right. So anyway, we're going to talk about, oh, where did it go? Oh my gosh. My notes are all a mess, people. This happens. Live radio. You got to love it. <laughs> So I hope you guys are having a great, great, excellent day. I hope real estate has been treating you well. Okay. I just found it actually. It was my first page. <laughs> oh my goodness. I cracked myself up people. All right. So failing to solicit and display testimonials from satisfied clients. All right. So some agents are doing everything right. Okay. Some are. That's not always easy to do, <laughs> but an average consumer won't know it. They won't know that we're doing everything right. They might be seeing something different, right? So don't make that mistake. Solicit and display testimonials from satisfied clients to let consumers know that you're a professional they can trust. So again, we got to build that rapport, right? We got to do all those other things correctly. That way we can get great testimonials and get those, uh, you know, those, um, what are they called? Oh my goodness. Ah, where they put reviews, reviews. There it is. Uh, so all of those reviews that you guys can get, they're there. They're right there at your fingertips. Now I know for me, I get emails after I, um, have a buyer that just purchased a property or if I have a seller that just, you know, sold their house, I have an email that comes in to where they ask me if I want to send that over to them and get a review, like send it to client and realtor.com is the one that I get it from. And they send it to my client to ask for a review for me. So if you're getting those emails, don't delete those emails, read those emails. They're very essential and they're very important and actually really helpful, especially with schedules. So make sure that you're getting those out there and you're asking your clients for reviews. And what else do we need to ask our clients for? We need to ask them for right. Other friends, family members. We need to referrals ask at all make sure you're putting out there for them to send you referrals because guess what you're going to know if they trusted you and if they liked you if they start sending you referrals especially you as a new agent so and there's all kinds of little things that your title companies will get together and they'll have you put together some neat little trinkets and stuff that you can go and deliver to your clients asking for referrals after the fact too say even five to a year later uh, make sure you're keeping in touch with those clients too, because that's always important as well. And I like to get feedback from my clients. I really do. I'll ask them, hey, how do you think I did on a scale of one to 10? What could I have done better as an agent for you? That's really awesome to ask them too, because you may or may not like what they have to say, but that is very helpful for you because again, criticism, what is criticism, right? What is in this industry criticism is actually helpful and it's actually a good insight because sometimes we think that we're doing oh i did so good i know i did awesome but then when you actually get that feedback from that client that client's well like well you know i felt like you could have done blah 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 a little bit better i i feel like you could have communicated better with me i feel like i could have maybe you could have searched some some homes for me a little bit more because i felt like i was doing most of the searching so Again, that is essential, right? We need to hear that stuff because we need to make sure that we're doing all this stuff for our clients. 
Again, we're working for them. They've hired us for the uh, for, to to have us work as the professional for them in their real estate needs. So we need to make sure that we're doing that and getting an A plus as much as possible. Okay. Now again, there are some clients out there that you just can't make happy. You, you, everything you do, you're just and a lot of times you might be trying too hard. Ease it back a little bit. Don't try too hard. Don't push. You know, take it easy with them. And remember that they are an individual. They are an, they are a person too. They have feelings. They have emotions. They have frustrations. They have anger. They have how they have lives outside of you working with them. Right. So we need to remember that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say one more thing. You should keep uh, past clients' contact information and share specific instances where you helped people buy or sell a home. Also remember to request positive, plentiful reviews on Google so that it is clear to searchers that are that you are a competent, honest agent with integrity. That's huge. I am kind of not all that great sometimes at getting reviews. I really need to get better at that. I know that's something that I really need to work on. So, and I'm just being honest. All right, now, this is how an agent needs to reflect themselves as an agent. How, how do we need to dress? How do we need to present ourselves? I'm going to share some uh, tips with you on things that really have worked and things that will work for you as well. Okay. And maybe answer some questions on, okay, well, how, how should I dress? Should I dress like super upscale? Do I need to go buy some Louis Vuitton purses or some? No, no, no. Don't get crazy. What car do I need to drive? Do I need to drive a Lexus? Do I need to drive a Tesla? No, you don't have to drive all that. Okay. I'm going to share with you right now how to present yourself as an agent. Okay. Because this market, again, it's crazy. So we really need to make sure we are doing our best and reflecting our best self. Okay. This is how you're going to do this. All right. One. Oh, wait. First of all. Okay. So buyers are on the hunt, which makes it a great time to sell quickly for a good price. So that's for sellers. I need you guys to hear that. So at this crucial time, making the best first impression is most important. So let's learn how to make our first best impression, right? Here are a few ways that you can strike while the iron is hot. Yes, it's sizzling people and make a great imp first impression. Let's make a first great impression. Let's do it. All right. So what do we need to do first? First, show up looking polished. So what that means is this does not mean wearing designer clothing. Again, I was saying that earlier, right? You don't need to wear uh, high upscale clothing line in order to to reflect that you're going to be the best agent really that's not that important okay all right hold on now if you like it and you want to wear it and it looks good on you hey who am i to judge okay you wear what you want but again when you are showing up just make sure that you are presentable okay so showing up in a luxury car or even wearing the fat the flashiest jewelry Sometimes too much jewelry is just too much, okay? You don't have to be flashy. All right, showing up and looking well put together. This is where you need to be, okay? Showing up and looking well put together. Wearing attire that isn't wrinkled or stained. 
Now, come on now, sometimes we're driving in the car a long time. We're going to have some wrinkles. That's okay. It's okay. Don't freak out. <laughs> they understand. And you can tell them, I've been showing properties all day. So this is, this is me at the end of the day. Okay. <laughs> all right. And, um, so not, and not stained. All right. I wouldn't have stained clothing on. Make sure you've washed your clothes. I mean, hopefully we're all doing this. <laughs> okay. A fresh face, a fresh face, kind of like pat yourself down. Make sure you have some things with you. I'm going to tell you right now, if you do get a stain, wipes, like baby wipes work on ketchup, but also those are Clorox pins. There's all kinds of things that you can keep in your car and in your purse. I would keep it in your purse because if it gets too hot, ugh, it doesn't work very well. Um, but you can keep those in your purse in order to get some of those stains out. So you still look presentable if you have a really busy day and don't have time to go home to change. Okay. Um, and having an overall pres uh, presentable image is crucial. That's crucial. Many potential clients will judge your competence and professionalism substantially or otherwise based on your physical appearance. So let's think about that one. Okay. All right. Number two, <laughs> be genuine, authentic, and real. Be you. You don't have to. Now, again, I know they say like we need to be actors and blah, 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 whatever. Yes, we kind of need to act only because if you're if you've had if you have something personal going on, you need to put that aside. You need to put your acting face on. Okay, you're not there about you. It's not about you right now. It's about your client. So make sure you put all of that that was going on throughout your day, and now just focus on your client. Okay, put all that away. That's when you put your acting shoes on. But you're still you. You are still your best self, and presenting that best professional agent when you're with your client okay all right so approaching people with a genuine interest in who they are is often contagious and you will have better conversations and lasting connections when you are interested because they are interested right we can do this you just need to be interested in your client and that's not hard. And let me tell you, some people are like, well, I just can't find anything in common. Uh -uh, not, not right now. Um, you can find some, you can find anything in common with anybody, with anybody. There is always one thing that you can find in common with that person. Get to know them while you're walking them around the house. Ask questions. So how many kids do you have? What are your kids' names? Are they in any sports? Oh my gosh. My kid is in blah, 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 soccer or whatever. There you go. Now you're initiating some conversation and building your rapport. You can always do that. Okay. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, genuine interest is getting to know everything about your prospects is vital. So again, making sure that you're understanding and knowing who your person is. Making sure, and I say person, but client. Making sure that you know if they have kids, how many kids they have, what are their kids' names. Write that down. It's not silly to write that thing, write that down. I always have like a little notebook and a pen in my hand because again, let me tell you, if you do have a client that you don't really know very well, you're meeting them for the first time, having that pen in your hand can be essential because there's not, unfortunately, there's not always good people in the world with us. And sometimes people do have bad intentions. So if you need to use that pen, you can use that pen. I always have a pen in my hand. It's 
very important as a woman too. Okay. All right. Getting back to it. Remembering a birthday. Ask them when their birthday is. Oh my gosh, that is so huge. So huge. When is your birthday? And then on their birthday, send them a little trinket or something. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be big. You can even say, hey, I wanted to swing by really quick and see how, see how you're doing. Can I stop by? When would be a good time? And then that's when you bring it by and say, happy birthday. Right? Huge. All right. Uh, let's see. What's the next one? Here we go. All right. General interest or even something very specific about your prospect makes a huge difference. So again, knowing that they are a huge um, Dallas Cowboys fan, that's huge. Guess what? That client gift, now you got some good ideas because you know that they love Dallas Cowboys. When you're going into their house, when you're about to sell it, look at the things that they have in their house. See what their, see what their fashion is. See what their decor options are. Kind of get a visual of what things that they like. So that that can also be you can also be interested in too. Say they've got pictures that are hanging up all over about the ocean. Oh, you love that going to the ocean? How often do you guys get to go? Oh, I'm so all about the ocean too. Now you've got something else in common. So key, key stuff. Task management and oh wait, 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 I'm on the wrong one. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, a prospect is bound to become a longtime customer if you know, if you have like a pitch of, of real estate agents that doesn't only re revolve around making the sale. That's huge. If you can talk to your client about other things other than just the sale or business, that's huge. If you're just talking business with them and you're not really getting to know them, you're going to lose them as a client. It's true because you lose, you lose their trust. You lose their interest. You lose their interest in you. You got to keep them interested in you just as much as you need to be interested in them. Okay. All right, let's go on to the next one. Timelessness is the best policy. Being on time for meetings and appointments is of course mandatory, but there's more to do. There, there's more to that. Now it's not really mandatory in our line of work, right? But it should be, it should be. We need to make sure we are on time. Now there are occasions where, Hey, I, I this showing went a little bit longer, just communicate with them, text them, let them know. Don't just show up late because they're like, where have you been? Why haven't I heard from you? I was about to leave. You've got that going on and you don't want that. You need to make sure that you are on time. And if you're not, at least communicate that with them. That's huge. All right. Being a reliable real estate agent and completing your tasks in a timely fashion is also crucial. Make sure you're managing your time correctly. Now, look, this is very hard for me. Okay. I will, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I, I get distracted. I have squirrel moments. So, so uh, frequently, sometimes my phone will be a distraction. If I'm trying to finish another task, um, a phone call is a distraction. And I know a lot of you probably have the same things that are happening because we are constantly having phone calls and tasks coming in. Well, guess what? I'm learning to keep my voicemail, which I need to do this actually. I am learning to keep my voicemail uh, free so that I can have voicemails come in. I also have it to where I can text the person, hey, I'll get with you here in just a little bit. I'm finishing something up. Your time is also important. We don't have to stop everything that we're doing sometimes for our clients. We still need to make sure 
that we are taking care of the things that are also important in our career so that we can keep our, I should say career, in our business. This is our business, right? You know there are other businesses where they have to go and check their voicemails to make sure uh, they have a time where, okay, well, now I'm going to check my voicemails. Now I'm going to get back with my clients or my consumers or whatever it is that business they run, right? So you know that that is something that they do. So we need to be doing that too, guys. We need to make sure we're keeping up with our social media. We need to make sure we're keeping up with our marketing. We need to make sure that we're keeping up with our, our signs and keeping up with, you know, picking up our signs, making sure that we're keeping up with updating things on the MLS. Let me tell you, that's been a hardship too. You gotta make sure that you're taking care of those other office, I'll say office tasks, you have to make sure you're taking care of your office tasks too. Okay. So managing our time is huge. Making sure that you have, like I knew an agent that color coded his whole calendar for what he was going to do that day. And he actually kept it. That's huge, right? That speaks volume for him. He stays on task and he has that in order to utilize, in order to keep him on task. So make sure you have some kind of platform that you're able to use, whether it be your calendar on your phone and you're color coding it, whether it be an actual calendar that you have in your hand and you're keeping track of everything that you want to do that day or, or anything along those lines. Now I'll tell you something that I'm also starting to accommodate for myself and in and, and working to help with my time management. What I'm doing is I am in the morning, that morning, I'm doing my meditation and I'm keeping up, sorry, Lila, can you come lay down? Stop it. No, ma'am. Um, I'm keeping up with what I want to do throughout the day. But I start with my meditation. I know that's my first thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to take my morning time so that I can be my best self for all of my clients, friends, and family throughout the day. Okay? So I start with my meditation. But then after that, I'm going to write down my tasks for the day. What do I want to accomplish today? What? are the important ones that I know that I have maybe fallen behind or clients that I really need to catch up with today. I'm going to put all of that down and I've been writing all of that down so that I can get my day going and, and keep it as managed as possible because we know that there are things that are going to pop up or that are going to come up that we have to be mindful of, right? And that's okay. If you have to move something that was a little less important over to the next day, that's fine. Don't stress about it. We should never stress either about not getting something done. It's okay. I'm telling you, it's okay. You will be okay. <laughs> All right, the next one. Show up looking. Oh, wait, we already did that. I. That's it, guys. That is it. Oh, wait, wait, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> I can't read today, too, I guess. All right, so this one is huge. Actually, this one is huge. And that kind of goes back to my meditation that I was talking about. Oh yeah, we've got seven minutes. So I'm going to go really quick. Your attitude speaks volume. Okay. If you are in a depressed or anxious mood, otherwise, or other uh, a depressed mood, others will pick up on this from your facial expressions, comments, and body language. So again, make sure you're putting those acting hats on when you have those emotions going on. Make sure you put those emotions in a box and come back to it later when you're not with your client. All right. So I'm going to leave you with that. I know we're about to close soon. So again, make sure that you are your best self. Make sure you show up being your best self and you have a great appearance about yourself, a smile on your face.
and do your best job with these clients because they need it and they deserve it, especially right now in this uh, craziness that we've got going on. But it's okay. Just breathe. I hope that this helped you. I hope that you have learned something today and that you are going to take away from some of this that we've spoken about today. And if you have any questions or if you want to message me privately, please do. I would love that. I'd love to hear from you guys. All right. Get out there. Get your real estate on. Sell, sell, sell. And get some listings, guys. Let's go. Let's make some stuff happen because we got this. Seize the day. Seize the moment. Oh, I still have six minutes. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I can't read this clock. It goes the different goes backwards. <laughs> um, all right. So again, we're going to in this market right now. In this market right now, um, I want us to just be mindful of this as well before I have to go. I, I want us to be mindful of this. Regardless of what's going around in our surround, like surrounding us. Okay. Just know that the stress and the anxiousness and the frustration of it, make sure that you're not taking that with you when you're talking to your clients too. And I know that kind of goes back to the last, um, you know, last step that I had there. Um, but make sure for sure that you have yourself together. Get yourself together, guys. Don't allow that frustration, the stress, the anxiousness, show and reflect with your clients. Because guess what? They're already feeling that. And when you're putting that on them, that's stressing them out and making them even more anxious and frustrating them. And we don't want that. We want our clients to be calm. We want our clients to have the best experience, right, in the real estate transaction. And sometimes that's not always easy to do. But when we can make that for them, when we present that for them, that's very helpful. When we have that mindset and we have that presence and energy and we have that um, smile on our face, regardless of what's going on. That is huge for our clients. Huge. Absolutely huge. So you guys can do this. I know you can. You new agents that are out there, remember smiling is huge. If you're not a big smiler, guess what's going to be in, in, the, in the real estate? And, in, in, you know, if you're going to be in a real estate entrepreneur and business owner, you need to learn how to smile. <laughs> Because smiling is is contagious, right? If you're smiling, they're smiling. Even if they're frustrated, they're smiling. Because guess what? You're smiling at them and you're like, I got you. I got you. How would that make you feel? And when you step into, and I mean, customer service sometimes, it's not always the greatest, right? But just think about what we can do even for those customers, for those, for I mean, not for those customers, but for those people that are serving us. That, that we're walking into for, for their business. If we walk in with a smile on their face, guess what? It's contagious. Now they're smiling. If we have a good, amazing energy about ourselves, guess what? They're going to have a good, amazing energy about themselves. It's just, it, it's, it, that's how it connects. That's how it, that's how it happens. It, it, it's contagious. It just, that's how it works. So again, you can do this. You got this. You got this. Smile, do something in the morning that is beneficial to you, that's your time, that helps you seize the day, okay? Be mind, remember that, don't forget that. Don't go straight to your phone every morning and already start to go to business. No, ma'am, or no, sir. Get up, do something for you. 
I promise you, you will see a difference in your day every day. You will not be as stressed. You will not be as anxious. You will not be as frustrated so quickly. You will not react so quickly to, to certain situations that could frustrate you. Okay. So this is huge information that I'm providing you. I, I want to help you. I want you to be able to be and live and be successful and live your best life daily. So these are things that have really benefited and helped, helped me in my life and in my real estate business. And it's proven that it's helped other entrepreneurs that are making more than I am. So again, let's do this together. Let's seize the day. If you have any questions, please, again, reach out to me, PM me on my Facebook page, or, you know, my number is also on my business page, my real estate business page. Please get on there, follow me and, um, and add me and, and reach out to me if you have any questions, or if you just want to maybe do some business together, or even if you want to have coffee and really like figure out what it is that I do in the mornings that really helps me throughout my day. If you're that stressed and you're that frustrated, I'm here to help. So reach out to me. I am here. I am just a phone call and a Facebook away. Facebook messenger away. All right. So I got to go. Bye guys. You guys are great. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me. And I really, again, hope that this was helpful. Bye everybody. Have a great day. What do you think? From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the voice of Johnson County, Joko Community Radio.